Napoleon's War with Russia, Part 4. Having lost 58,000 troops at Borodino, Napoleon was not able to resolve his main problem, defeating the Russian army. But the Russian losses were frightful as well, with 40,000 killed and almost as many wounded. When he heard of the death details of the losses, Kutuzov decided not to engage in battle for a second day and ordered a retreat towards Moscow. At first he had the idea of giving one more immediate, in, immediate battle before Moscow, but the necessary reserves were not ready, and after taking military advice in the village of Fili, Kutuzov ordered Moscow to be set aside. He said, to lose Moscow is not to lose Russia, but if we, if we lose the army, both Moscow and Russia perish. On 14 September, the Napoleonic army took the field at Moscow. A large part of the population, together with the Russian troops, left the city. Many people set fire to their houses and supplies, which they could not carry before leaving the city, so that the French would not be able to capture anything. 70% of the city was burnt. The result was that the French did not acquire any provisions or achieve any res respite. They began to steal and drink heavily. The Grand Army rapidly disintegrated. Napoleon twice offered peace to Alexander I, but both times it was refused. Napoleon didn't know what to do. He was in Moscow, the centre of Russia, but he was not the victor. It was the first time he had to live through this. To this was added lengthy lines of communications, a hostile local population, constant skirmishes with partisans, lack of provisions, illness and advancing winter cold. All this weakened the former Grand Army on a daily basis, with its ammunition supplies dwindling. On the 7th of October, Napoleon decided to withdraw from Moscow and to move towards the southwest in order to get through the winter somewhere in Ukraine. But the Russian troops, deploying to the southwest of Moscow, below Maloyaroslavets and Tarotino, were waiting for the French. They had received reinforcements, had rested, and were ready for new battles. Having lost several tens of thousands in the Battle of Maloyaroslavets and Tarotin, Napoleon realised that he could not move to the, to the south and ordered a retreat by the old Smolensk Road, which had already been destroyed by them in the first offensive against Moscow. Kutuzov pursued Napoleon, not giving him the opportunity to deviate to the south and not offering him a new general battle because the disintegration of the French army had begun, even without battle. Peasant partisans assisted army partisan units in attacking the French at night. Practically unarmed Russian peasants took hundreds of French soldiers into captivity. Ragged and starving, they could barely resist. They addressed the peasants with the word cher ami, dear friend. But the peasants, not knowing French, began to call them charamizhniks, parasites, in the sense of destitute tramps. At the same time, several tens of thousands of French soldiers stayed in Russian villages not wanting to return to their country through shame. In two generations, they could not be distinguished from Russians. 
The French suffered a dreadful defeat at the Berezin River in the territory of modern Belarus. The river was covered in thick ice and the French erected a pontoon bridge, standing up to their chests in icy water. It was at this time that the Russian troops pounced from all sides. Russian artillery bombarded two of the three river crossings and thousands of French drowned in the Berezin. At the end of November, Napoleon ordered burning of the last bridge across the Berezin and on 6th December, in a depressed condition, he abandoned the army. A small group of about 30,000 men out of the former 600,000 Grand Army of Napoleon crossed the Russian border. Of course, Napoleon remained a great commander and in 1813, the Russians did not win all the battles, but the war was approaching the end all the same. Between the 16th and the 19th of October, 1813, the so-called People's War at Leipzig took place where the Russians, Austrians, Prussians and Swedish troops defeated Napoleon. On 30th of March, 1814, Russian troops entered Paris. On 6th of April, Napoleon renounced the throne and was sent to the small island of Elba in the Mediterranean Sea. The aristocracy, which had fled after the 1789 revolution, began to return to France. Sometimes they conducted themselves with defiance, which aroused protests among the population. Taking advantages of this, Napoleon, on 26th of February 1815, escaped from the island of Elba and ceremonially entered Paris, which the Russian troops had recently abandoned. He was again pronounced emperor and began to prepare for battle with his enemies. This battle took place in Belgium, near the village of Waterloo, on 18th of June, 1815. Napoleon was finally defeated. Now he was sent to the further island of St. Helena in the southern hemisphere, where he died on 5th of May, 1821. Here he recognised that his campaign in Russia was mistaken and it had led to tragic consequences for him and for France. In 1840, Napoleon's remains were transferred from St. Helena to Paris, where they were interred in the Dome des Invalides, which was built for heroes of the Napoleonic Wars. But to sum up, it can be said that it is impossible to export revolution or democracy, as Napoleon tried to do, and as some politicians try to do today. The result is almost always negative.